Hello, friend. Welcome to the Coach Your Way Show with David Fernandez, episode number 24. Hello, friends. Dave Fernandez here. Today, I want to talk to you about how to solve any problem with a simple framework. I'm going to give you a six-step framework that is going to help you do just that, solve any problem that you're going through. So how do you go about solving problems in a very efficient way? Well, step number one, you have to understand, you have to ask yourself if this is a real problem or it is a perceived problem. Okay, big difference. A lot of us just think that everything that comes our way, it's a real problem that has to be solved, right? And nothing could be further from the truth. The reality is that a lot of problems, probably a good majority of them are perceived problems. And let me give you an example. And sometimes we have probably, I don't know, in-laws coming into town and they need to be picked up at their airport, right? And, uh, you know, family drama. Who's going to have the time to do it? Is it you? Is it your spouse? Is it one of your kids? Who's going to pick up grandma, right? (laughs) And it becomes this huge issue, right? Because we think that this is a real problem. Like somebody's got to pick them up from the airport. And you know what I'm about to say, right? (laughs) Yeah. Let him Uber, right? Let him Uber and avoid the drama. They're already traveling. It's okay to grab a, a, a taxi or an Uber and come over that way. So you can alleviate the issue of having to send someone to, to the airport that is two hours away and somebody's going to have to get off work earlier to pick him up or it's becoming a big issue. So that is, that is a perceived problem that the problem is not necessarily Having to pick him up, the problem becomes the feeling of guilt for not making the time or being able to pick him up. That is what becomes the problem. That is, that's why it is a perceived problem because it's not a real problem. All right. So that's just an example of that. That's step number one, real or perceived. You need to have the awareness to discern between the two. All right. Number two, what's creating this problem? understand what is actually happening. This could also work for understanding the perceived nature of the problem, right? What is creating this? Is it a real situation? Is it a person? Is it an event? Is it the weather? Is it my feelings? Am I creating the problem here because of some feeling that I'm trying to avoid and now I create the situation just to avoid the feeling, right? Understanding what's creating the problem is key for you to be able to then start thinking creative ways of solving this problem, okay? Number three, does it have to be solved? There's a lot of problems that we all have that don't have to be solved, at least not immediately, could wait, but they seem urgent, right? Is that that false urgency that Stephen Covey used to talk about in, in his Seven Habits book? And we think that because it's urgent, it has to be done right now, but it may not be an important thing to do right now. I have, for example, a tree you know, in my, in my yard, in my front yard. It could use some trimming. It's not a priority. Does it have to be solved? No, it is a problem. It is only a problem because of how my neighbors could think of me or something because I'm not taking care of the tree or whatever. 
it is a perceived thing. Does it have to be solved? No. Would it be nice to solve it? Yes. I'll get to it or I'll delegate it sometime in the near future. All right. All these different things that we just talked about, is it a perceived or real problem? What actually created the problem or what is creating the problem? Does it have to be solved, right? All these uh, questions are leading to step number four. Do I have to do it myself or can it be delegated or eliminated, all right? What are the three things here? What are the three options, okay? So if it can be eliminated, you already eliminated it in in steps one through three. If it has to uh, be done, does it have to be done by you or could it be delegated to somebody else? Delegating is a lot easier than most people think. As a matter of fact, most people don't delegate anything out of, you know, uh, perfectionism or out of guilt, or some other type of feeling that prevent them from just asking someone to do something for them. I'll give you a uh, you know a good example. I learned this concept from a guy. His name is um, Perry Marshall, and he's a, a phenomenal marketer. He wrote a book on the eighty twenty of marketing. Okay, so it's the eighty twenty principle based on the the original eighty twenty principle book by Richard Koch, which I highly recommend you read. He wrote one based on those principles that the, from the original book, all about marketing, okay? And one of the concepts in the book, it was, I'll never forget it because it hit me hard. <laughs> and it was like, how many times do you have to, you know, spend your time doing activities that somebody else could do? But then the way he put it was like, you have the capability of creating clients for 200 dollars an hour, $300 an hour, $500 an hour, $1,000 a month, you know, whatever, right? That is what you're good at. You know, you need to stop doing $10 an hour activities, all right? And if you stop doing $10 an hour, uh, hour activities or minimum wage activities, you're able to make room for a thousand dollar an hour activities, right? And that really hit me hard because, you know, I find myself doing a lot of different things like petty tasks around the house or something that mean nothing and that they're just consuming my time for no reason. You know, it's something that I could just call somebody like a handyman to come over for $10 an hour and get it done in 30 bucks, 50 bucks. Meanwhile, I could be spending my time, you know, doing a video or, you know, trying to get a client that's going to pay me $250 an hour. You see what I mean? So we need to get into this mindset that, we look at the activities that we do, the problems that we have, and we really get clear as to, you know, what really deserves our time and what doesn't, okay? It's a matter of awareness, self-awareness, okay? And this is something that I teach my clients as well. And if you're a coach or you're an aspiring coach, it's a concept of time management um, that needs to be uh, taught to your clients, okay? So that was step number four. Can it be delegated? And almost always the answer is yes, Okay. Step number five, let's say you cannot delegate this. All right. You know, after going through, you know, step one, two, three, and four, you decided that this problem can only be solved by you. This step is about finding the best approach. Okay. And the best approach is found by using the 80, 20 rule. Okay. What is the best way for me to solve this problem? What is the quickest way of solving this problem? So if I look at the 80-20 rule where 20% of the effort, 20% of the activity, 20% of the input is going to create 
80% of the results, then you know, I spend some time spotting that 20% of activities, which almost always is just one thing. One thing is the one that can get most results for you. Okay, so what is that one thing? Because I want to get it done quick, fast, and I want to get rid of this problem, all right? So number five, I call it the best approach, 80-20, all right? Using 80-20. What is the best approach to um, solve this problem? Once I come up with that, one or two things that have to happen that will get me most of the results, I go to step number six and I schedule it. I put it in my calendar, all right? Tomorrow morning, I'm hitting this thing. I'm starting to work on that 20% of thing that is going to solve my problem the quickest, the fastest, all right? So just to recap all steps, step number one, you want to understand or you want to ask yourself, is, is this a perceived or a real problem? Very important. A lot of problems are perceived. They don't exist or something else is creating it. Usually a feeling that you're trying to avoid, some guilt, some other type of stuff that you know has nothing really to do with the problem, okay? So you want to understand, is it real or perceived? Number two, what created the problem? You know, that's going to give you a better understanding uh, as to what it is. What's creating it? Who's creating it? Is it an event? Is it weather? Is it, what is it? What is creating this problem? Because it's going to give you, you know, an understanding on how to solve it properly. Number three, does it have to be solved? You know, a lot of problems can fall through the cracks and that's okay. We feel like we need to solve everything. We make everything urgent. Oh, so some, somebody just sent me an email. They need something real quick. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you have to stop everything that you're doing just to respond to that email. My friend, you know, you're in control. That person may need something from you pretty urgently, but you have other priorities. You have your own priorities, right? And, you know, so you need to respect that. A lot of times it's like the phone, right? Phone rings and we have to run to pick it up. I don't remember last time I did that. Like, I don't. I have trained myself to ignore the phone completely. Or I just shut it off all day. I don't care. I don't pick up the phone. Because somebody's putting me in their agenda. They have a question. They want to talk to me. They they want to just, whatever, just waste some time with me or whatnot. You know, I don't have time for that, right? I make the phone call. I originate the phone calls. So that's something to think about. The control that you have over things and really understanding, is this urgent or is this something that um, it's really important for me and for my goals and for whatever I need to do and the reasons why I need to solve this problem, all right? So number was a four, can this problem be delegated, all right? A lot of times we don't delegate. Most things can be delegated. We don't delegate because of a feeling, because we feel like we need to do it ourselves, because of perfectionism, we don't, we don't trust anyone. All these things, you have to have the awareness to be able to solve this problem yourself, uh, you know, inside your head before you start spending time on things that you don't have to. Remember, you know, what this guy Perry Marshall said, you know, you need to stop doing $10 an hour activities to make room for the $1,000 activities, all right? Very key, very key, you know, and if you can train yourself to do that, you open up all this room for you to actually have a viable business if you're starting out on, on your business right now. Number five, what is the best approach to solve the problem? After you have realized that you are the only one that can solve the problem, can't be delegated, cannot be eliminated, what is the best approach? Using the 80-20 rule. What is the one or two things that will help me solve this problem 
quick. All right, I don't want to beat around the, the bush. I want to find the one thing that is going to help me do just that, just solve the problem as quickly as possible. Once I find that thing, step number six, I schedule it. I put it on my calendar and I go to work on it. So I hope uh, this was helpful to you. Six steps to solving pretty much any problem. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. I thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next one. If you've been considering becoming a life coach for some time and would like to have a little bit of confirmation that life coaching is really for you, here at the Coach Your Way School, we have created a proprietary life coach aptitude test that we offer to all of our community free of charge. And I would like to invite you to request yours today at lifecoachaptitudetest.com. Just go to lifecoachaptitudetest.com, enter your name and email, and we'll send you one right away. Till next time, I wish you all the best, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Ciao.